Hey, good morning and welcome to a verse, a comment, a prayer, a blessing. Today is April 17th, 2023, and we are continuing this study of the Ten Commandments. So we're looking at Exodus chapter 20, verses 4 through 6 this morning. God's Word says, You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. Now a few comments. This morning, as I already mentioned, we come to the second commandment. In the first commandment, which we saw last week, we were called to a life of loyalty to the Lord alone. In the second commandment, we are called to a life of submission to the Lord's own self-revelation. Or to put it another way, we are called to allow the Lord to reveal and define himself. In this call, we are to abandon our imagination of what we feel the Lord should be like and instead acknowledge and submit to the Lord as He is. So for years, I I took this verse to only ever apply to physical or material images of God like those seen in art. And while I don't want to deny that such images can be highly problematic, I don't think that such depictions are the only or even the primary way that we as New Covenant believers violate this commandment. Rather, when we attempt to fashion God in our own image or conform Him to some idea or conception of how we think He should be, we are guilty of breaking this commandment of making a graven image. Again, I find J.I. Packer's comments on this commandment are helpful. When asked, how should we keep the second commandment, he answered, by reining in our disordered imaginations and reverently accepting that God is as he says he is. So a practical way of doing this would be by seeing and responding to God as he's revealed himself in his word which points us to Jesus Christ, the incarnate Son of God, the one who is described in Hebrews 1.3 as the radiance of God's glory in the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. So to that end, I would invite you to pray with me this morning. Lord God, Help us, Lord, help us to submit, to acknowledge, to celebrate, to praise you for who you have revealed yourself to be. Lord, you have revealed yourself in your word and your word word points us to Christ. It bears witness to Christ. In Christ, Lord, we are told, is the radiance of, of God's glory, the exact representation of his being. Lord, grant us to see. Lord, as Romans tells us, the kindness and severity of God. 
Lord, grant us, Lord, to have a more balanced view of who you are as you've revealed yourself to be. Lord, and instead of leaning on our own understandings, Lord, let us in all of our ways acknowledge you, Lord, and submit to your direction and your guidance. Lord, help us today to see who you are and be changed from one degree of glory to the next as we behold your glory, Lord, in the face of Jesus Christ. Lord, grant us this vision today. We ask this in the mighty name of Jesus and with dependence upon your Holy Spirit. Amen. Now our benediction, our blessing. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. Amen. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about the second commandment, particularly as it relates to this idea of the punishment of the children for the sins of the parents to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me. There's a video link below to a sermon that I preached out of the book of Deuteronomy on the second commandment. I would encourage you to watch it, share it with others, as you and others may have some questions about what it means for God to um, punish the children for the sins of their parents. That's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting statement. And so I'm not going to give away the explanation for it. I'm going to hopefully pique your interest and encourage you to dig a little bit more deeply into what this passage is saying. I hope that these studies are beneficial to you. I hope that you will continue to uh, listen to these uh, on a given morning. And I would encourage you to share them with others as we continue to reflect upon God's Word uh, together. So again, thank you. I hope you have a great Monday, and we'll see you here tomorrow.